0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Joining us in studio is Julia Macubela, diversity, equity and inclusion specialist and the founder of 50 We're talking about emotional intelligence, something that I think we all needed for the past three weeks when it comes to the Rugby World Cup, right? Um, Or otherwise known as EQ, and she'll of course break this down for us. Good morning, Champ Julia. Good morning, Champs. I love this. Good morning, champ. Exactly, that's how it should sound (laughs) every day, right? Exactly. Every day, we just hope that the pro tiers also bring it, then we are double champs. That's how we address each other. (laughs) Exactly. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Um, I was
1: driving here and it was empty, but you could you could feel the excitement in the air. Yeah. You, you just like the climate, there's a vibe. It's yeah. December, it's, you know, it's got that
0: vibe. Mm-hmm. So It's December 2.0. <laughs> the proper December is still coming, but yesterday felt like New Year's Eve, mm. right? Even like you say, it, it gives you that vibe of festivities and excitement and happiness Absolutely. in the country. But look, the Springboks have really like made us suffer the past three weeks Oof. because they've won only by one point. Oof. And I mean, emotionally, that in itself was traumatizing. Absolutely. But when we speak, Julia, about emotional intelligence Mm. or EQ, Mm. what exactly are we speaking about? And I'm going to use the spring box because
1: it's quite nice. Let's be in the moment to speak about emotional intelligence. So it's how you feel. So there's four parts to it. Mm -hmm. It's how you feel in the moment Mm -hmm. as a person. And how you feel is just an indicator. It's like if your car needs oil it will tell you if it needs you know a service it will tell you yeah. and then it's how you manage how you feel so if we are very anxious you said this earlier when i was driving here i was listening to you last night you stood up you were pacing up and down your knees prayed mm-hmm. you know that's like how you're feeling in the moment mm-hmm. so there's an indicator like i'm anticipating i'm anxious. And then what we do about that feeling. So if we go back to your family, your dad decided to call you. He's he's trying to manage his feeling by calling you. <laughs> your niece is trying to manage the feeling by praying. Yeah. You're trying to manage the feeling by walking up and down. So if we're unable to manage our feelings, we could ask somebody to marry us out of excitement, as sure. an example. Mm-hmm. If we can't manage our feelings, we could get angry and we have this outburst and then later we regret We can have fear that actually stops us from doing things that are important to us. Mm. So the ability to be aware of how you're feeling and to be aware of how to manage those feelings in an effective manner is really important. Then the other is what we've been talking about this morning is empathy. So empathy is the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and to read the vibe. Okay. So empathy is if you walk into a room, you can feel people were arguing. You can feel people are excited. you can feel people were talking about you. So you if you are able to, if you're emotionally intelligent and you are aware of yourself, you can differentiate, this is my feeling, that's Chos' feeling. Mm-hmm. So that al- allows you to read the room. And then the last is then how do you how do you engage with people based on how you're reading them and how you're reading yourself? A lot of people, whenever they're angry, or they scared, they succumb to that feeling or excited. Mm. And so it's how do you manage yourself and how do you manage yourself in, in a social setting based on how you're feeling? And by the way, feelings are always on. We're always feeling something. It's nothing we can switch on. I mean, when I was driving here and I was listening to you, every second word you were like, and I'm feeling this and we're <laughs> feeling this. It's true. We're always feeling something.
0: Yeah, yeah. that is so true. Well, I didn't even realise. <laughs> so, you know, from what you've described mm-hmm. um, you know, some it some people may say that, well, I can't help how you're feeling, which is true, I true. suppose. But, you know, in relationships, workplace relationships, um, personal relationships with family, with friends, romantic relationships, how do we use our EQ to strengthen those relationships or to our benefit?
1: Yeah. So that's such a good question. Um, When it comes to relationships, and I know this is very relatable. When I first heard this, it changed my life. Mm -hmm. 69% of problems in relationships will never go away. 69%. What? If you are in a relationship with someone, you always argue about the same things. Why didn't you call me on time? Why did you leave your toothbrush here? Why didn't you wear the rugby t-shirt? Why? Like you will always be arguing about the same things. Mm. So emotional intelligence helps you to stop when you emotionally hijacked, you're now starting to feel I'm getting boiled Mm -hmm. or I'm too excited. I need to go see my friends. I can't with you and your energy. It helps you to stop literally. So let's, let's break down the stop acronym. You stop, you take a step back, you read what's going on. So the O stands for observe, you observe and then you proceed. So then you're able to say, okay, I think this is important to tackle. If I go to my boys, my friends now to watch the rugby, might feel like i'm neglecting her Mm. let me delay that let me go 10 minutes later after we've bonded Mm. so that then helps you to strengthen your bonds because you're able to read other people and you don't sweat the small stuff because you know they'll never go away Hmm. in the workplace um it means that if your colleague is panicking because there's a deadline there's a deadline you don't get caught up in that you're not escalating each other you're like okay what do you need from me let me help you you know so the ability to manage your emotions to stop when you're in a tense situation and to manage the other person so crucial to relationship management
0: so would you then say right i'm just going to put the statement out that emotional intelligence is the ability to view yourself from the point of view of the other person And then use that to manage conflict or any situation that may potentially cause conflict. Correct. And you know, there's this thing that's called the gift of the gab.
1: There are these people in the workplace, whatever they ask for. I don't know if you've ever seen this person. You might be that person. Everybody (laughs) says yes. It's because they're able to read the room. They're able to read the other person. Or if there's a conflict, for some reason, they're able to just bring it down, Mm. you know. So people that have high EQ, if they are a, a call center agent, they're able to contain the client's frustration. If they are a colleague, they're able to give you what you need. So absolutely, it helps with
0: conflict. It helps with bonding. How can one get in touch with the emotional intelligence? Because obviously, if let's say my partner and I have a potential argument mm. or a, like, you know, like like we said now, a cause for a conflict. Mm. How am I able to, let me put it like this. So I'm a person that I just go off. Yeah. Right. Um, And then I'll think about it later. Ooh, maybe I shouldn't have put it like that. Mm. How, for people like me, how am I able to withdraw and ensure that I take that step back, like you said, you know, to pause and observe and be able to say, okay, well, you know, he might be right about that. Or I, you know, I might need, I might need to do better in responding to things. Sure. So it is like a muscle. The more
1: you the more you work at it, the stronger it gets. So you'd need to be deliberate. I mean, you're already self-aware. Mm. Some people aren't. They don't take responsibility. So the first step is you have to be self-aware and you have to take responsibility for your reactions. Mm. Once you're self-aware and you take a, a responsibility for your reactions in those moments, so you give yourself homework. Okay, so the last time I blew, what I want to do this time is When that happens, I'm going to have a strategy where I drink water or I I ask them, can I just walk away? So you start to try out strategies of that stop. So part of the stop is you stop, you take a break. So you take a step back. So taking that step back might be like, do you mind if we just take a break here? And then you're able to, you know, you're able to manage yourself Mm. and then you come back. Like at work, I used to like I'd walk away if I was really stressed. I'd take a walk and then I'd come back cooler. So it's a muscle. The more you, the more aware of yourself, the more you put intervention strategies for yourself, the more you try them out, the stronger that muscle gets. And it's lifelong work because how you behave is a direct reflection of what you saw when you were a child. Mm. And so a lot mm. of what, it, what we're doing when we're developing ourselves as adults is we're unfreezing where we froze the things that we learned when we we're children that are not working for us. You don't want to do that. You even saying later on, I'm like, "Mm, I regret because, you know, it it regresses things. It has a negative impact on you, on the other person. And so there are things we've learned. And then the opportunity as adults is to be like, how do I unlearn? How do I defrost myself from where I froze and learned the behaviors of those that raised me?
0: It's 6.52 in conversation with Julia Makubela, diversity, equity and inclusion specialist and the founder of Fifty Four. Twenty-four. Let's take a call. 0861987000 That's the number that you can dial if you've got a question or comment for Julia. As we unpack emotional intelligence, Stephen in Pretoria West. Good morning, Champ. Good morning, good morning, Champ. Good morning, Champion. Uh, I just want to address Julia. If the if if because normally conflict come, comes from arguing, and then you will realize that the person that you are arguing with doesn't actually understand the contents of the argument you leave that person and when down deep, you feel that you, know, you want to help this person or you just say, okay, I will wait until this person can actually understand the the, 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 the content of the argument. And because in conflict, you, you, you don't actually allow your opponent to dominate the territory. What do you do as the person that you realize this person doesn't understand what we are arguing about? Hmm. That's a good point. Thank you so much for that, Champ Stephen in Pretoria West. Julia? Thank you for that question,
1: Champ Stephen. <laughs> I love this Champ thing. <laughs> so I think you already had the answer in your question. Whenever we're in conflict, it's because we have two different ideas about reality. So as an example, if Tsako and I decide we want to buy food, that's the thing we want. Mm-hmm. And then Tsako says, no, I want pizza. And I'm like, no, I want McDonald's. We're already in a conflict So the thing to do whenever you're in a conflict is to ask the other person, help me understand why do you want the other thing? And what we normally do is we try to get them to understand us. But if you if you had to just take a step back and be like, "Okay, I see that we're not seeing the same thing. Mm. Can you just help me understand? And then you they speak and you're like, "Okay, go on. And then they say more and you're like, interesting. Tell me more. And what that does, if you listen to them and you try to understand, it empties their cup. At some point, they're going to be like, okay, I'm done. You've heard me. I feel heard. I feel understood. And they'll be willing to to listen to you. So conflict actually requires one party to listen attentively and to listen to understand, not to listen to argue. Like, you know, when you're listening and you're like, exactly, that's not what I meant. No, to listen, to try to understand. Okay. So what do you mean by this? This is what I meant by it. Because you're right, Chem Steve, that um, we sometimes hear, we, we might sometimes speak the same words, but we completely mean different things. So the trick to conflict management is listening to understand. If you read any book by people who are peace negotiators at a world war level, what they say is it's not about talking. Peace is not about Talking, It's actually about listening. So if you're able to listen to other people, you're able to see their perspective, you're able to consider it, which is empathy, and then you're able to respond in a way that meets their need. Because everybody who's in a conflict has a need and they might be a superficial, Tzachos saying pizza, but actually the need is, you know what, Julia, I'm trying to... Um, honor my boundaries with people now Mm. I don't want to just go with the flow that's the need if I'm able to meet that need like I'm going to honor your boundaries but can we come at a compromise that's easier we speak at a surface level and then we never go to the depths of what are your needs
0: do you want to feel heard and understood so for a leader or a person that's in management and Mm. would need to manage a team a diverse team how does EQ then come into play Mm. It, it's so
1: important. So leaders don't always have people who come from their background. Yeah. So if you are a leader who um, drives to work and somebody uses taxis and you're on a deadline and you expect people to work late because that's your idea of commitment and they can't work late because they use taxis and you don't have empathy you're going to think they're not committed to work. And that's a problem that I see. People will be like, oh, this person's not committed to work. And then you actually start to ask a person what happened. They're like, taxis in this neighborhood are not there post seven. And I'm a woman. I could get raped on my way to home. So empathy is actually what enables leaders to be inclusive because it's impossible that you're going to to have people who are just like you in your team unless Mm -hmm. if there's nepotism which is what we're trying to fix. Mm. So most leaders are leading people who are very different to them and therefore need to actually have empathy and self-awareness. Be aware of when I'm behaving this way, how does it impact Sakho?
0: Sure. I'll tell you now, I don't think you realize um, what you've done. I think for me as well, you know, with this conversation. But so Julia, you know, moving forward for a person. So I then am aware that, you know, I'm this kind of person, I'm this kind of leader. Um, You know, the team that I lead is not, you know, obviously, like you've said now, we are diverse people. Mm. How do I then put across to the next person? Let's say they're not doing a task that I requested or they're not, um, you know, doing it fast enough. And I'm putting fast in inverted commas. Obviously, Mm. it would be according to what I would expect. But how do we communicate to the next person that, you know, you need to do a bit better here. Mm. You know, How do we do it in such a way that we're still showing empathy and that we're still growing ourselves emotionally, but also telling people that I do have the emotional intelligence to be able to lead you?
1: Mm. Sure. So Brené Brown has this observation that she's made about really effective leaders. And she says effective leaders in her studies of them mm-hmm. are people that are clear. Upfront. So oftentimes we think people will just get it. Why don't they just get it? Mm. So care is kind. Unclear is unkind. I expect you to be here at eight. I'm gonna expect you to be here at seven. Do you have challenges around that? So asking, do you have challenges around that is an empathy questions? But saying I expect you is a contracting. I expect you is saying this is my these are my expectations. We don't also do that in interpersonal relationships. Mm. We don't say to people I expect you to, when I'm under pressure, to, like, leave me alone. And then when we're under pressure, we're like, leave me alone, you know. So it's communicating your expectations and then checking in with that person. Like, does this work for you? If not, what do you need in place? Mm. So it's contracting. It's psychological contracting. And really having the conversation. Absolutely. We cannot align and connect without communication, Mm. We cannot at an interpersonal level, at a country level,
0: if there's no communication, there's no alignment. Sure. That is the voice of Julia Makubela, the diversity, equity and inclusion specialist and founder of 5424. Before I let you go, share with us about 5424. Sure. Um, so I feel like this conversation is the opposite of the vibe in the country.
1: So I'm just <laughs> going to acknowledge that. Um, That's the street number of my childhood home in Orlando East. Okay. And it's, you know, Orlando East is a working class community. There's access to things. But what I realized is I didn't have access to things that could help me thrive, like mentors and a whole host of things. And so when I founded 5424, it was after working for 10 years and realizing that the workplace was not set up for people who were the first in their family to be a knowledge mm. worker. Mm. This example I'm telling you about the taxis, I've experienced that. And so I was like, oh, people don't understand each other. They don't understand people they're leading. So when I founded the company, I was really connecting with some of the issues we face in South Africa. And for me, it went back to childhood.
0: Yeah. For people who would like to
1: get in touch with you, how can they do so? Um. So you can actually go onto LinkedIn,
0: uh, Julia Makubela, and I'm very engaged. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Julia Macubella, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Specialist, speaking to us about understanding your emotional intelligence, what we know as EQ. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.